Welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? I'm your host, Tara Clancy. Join me each week for the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you banish counterfeit sleep and have more energy, increased productivity, and a reflection in the mirror you love. Go ahead and subscribe and you'll get each new episode as soon as it goes live. If your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. The Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, Season 1, Episode 47. Remember when we used to ask each other this simple question, where do you work? Nowadays, it's a more complicated question. Where do you do your work? So what's your answer? Are you home working remotely thanks to Zoom and a good VPN? Are you trekking into the office because you have a strong in-person component to your job, like maybe running the company's data center? Or are you like many people and now working under some hybrid model? There's been such an evolution around where we do our work that even big companies have made fundamental changes. For example, Citigroup has taken the step of renaming each of its roles. They now have three kinds of roles. There are remote roles, There are resident roles for those jobs that just have to be done at the branch. And there are, of course, hybrid roles. So that's wonderful that Citigroup has worked all that out. But many leaders are still trying to figure out how to best answer the question of where do you do your work? And it's the kind of thing that keeps them up at night. And so, for this episode of our Quarter 4 Business Impact Series, the last one before we ring in the new year, we give you new perspectives and strategies to answer this very pressing question. How can you lead employees and achieve massive results when everyone's trying to figure out where's the office? Answering that question is exactly what we get into in this conversation. Our guest today is Heather Hansen O'Neill. Heather is the co-author of Where's the Office? Moving Today's Leaders from What Is to What Can Be. Heather wrote this book with Wilford A. Lewis, and lucky for us because this very timely book gives leaders the perspective and the strategies to move from physical space to mind space for optimal results. You may already know Heather from her innovative fire-up experiences that she brings to her audiences as an international speaker and adventurer. She stimulates vibrant energy, focus, and action for those who want to collaborate effectively, lead change, and achieve massive results. 
And I promise you, you'll feel Heather's energy as you listen to this conversation. Listen and learn how to capitalize on the element of self-leadership. Why moving from physical space to mind space is the key to success right now. And how to find your fire and lead your employees to achieve massive results. Let's listen to this conversation with Heather Hansen O'Neill. Hello, Heather, and welcome to the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Tara. It's wonderful to be here. And it's wonderful to have you. I know every time we've, we've talked and connected, the energy has been so good. And I think one thing that is hard for everybody right now is maintaining that energy level. I mean, people are losing sleep, people are stressed, people are anxious. And when all of those things are going on, the energy takes the hit. And then we feel that we feel that in our relationships at home, we feel that in our relationships at work. And, uh, and we don't want that to persist, right? So here in this business impact series, we are inviting thought leaders and real, you know, innovators to bring um, their perspectives on and, and, and uh, strategies really on what to do despite all of the uncertainty that's kind of zapping us. So can we, um, can we get into, uh, as we talk, can we sort of talk about what you're seeing and hearing in terms of what's really challenging in business, what, what's keeping CEOs and leaders up at night, and, uh, and then what your thoughts and perspectives on that, uh, on those things are, and then, you know, maybe we can wind up with some uh, concrete strategies and, and stuff for, to help people really plan for success in 2022. Sure. Yeah, so if that sounds good. Can we- I think it sounds fantastic, Tara. I'm, I'm all in. I'm excited. Great, great. So let's start. What is it that, you know, in your work, what is it that you're seeing and hearing that really, you know, people are concerned about and that's really zapping people's energies? So, you know, when we're talking about leaders, when we're talking about people who are out there and they're, they're trying their best and everything going on in the environment right now, it's, it's the massive change and the ongoing uncertainty that is the biggest issue because we felt like, okay, I can do this and I can do this and I'm, now I got to do it longer and oh, now I got to do it longer and there's no, where's the light at the end of the tunnel? So that's like the big overall riding black cloud over people's mm. heads, of course. But if we want to get granular, if we want to look at it on a little bit deeper level, um, most of my clients and friends and people that I interact with on a regular basis, if they are in business, uh, the biggest thing right now is all of the logistics of bringing people back to work or not, right? And it's, it's why we wrote, where's the office? Because it's, where is the office right now? There's really no going going back to normal. There's, there's no real back to anything. It's if we move, we shift that mindset into we're moving forward. That's the first thing, but issues that are being brought up is, you know, are we, are we bringing people back to the office? Are we doing it on a rotation? Are we keeping people remote? Is that going to save us money? How do I lead in that environment? If half of my people are remote, if we're doing some hybrid things, what do I, I do? How do I control the situation? Yeah. So these are the things that are coming up that might stir us at three o'clock in the morning, Absolutely. keeping us from sleeping. 
Yeah, yeah. And I love the title of your book, too, Where's the Office? Because it just it captures it so perfectly because that's exactly where we are at right now. And it is a huge logistical challenge and 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 does certainly keep people up at night. So yeah. tell us a little bit then what what uh, can we get into your thoughts and perspectives on how we kind of um, understand that, how we approach that? Mm-hmm, for sure. I, I think that the main thing is that we understand that we can move forward, that we have the capacity to do this, that we have gone through change in the past, and we have all the skills that we actually need right inside of us already. So we think that there's like that, that we're expecting some bolt of lightning, that things are going to change and, and that everything will be okay. We're already okay. We mm. We have it within us. So that's the first thing. I guess three things I'd like to share with you. The first one is that element of Mm self-leadership. In order to lead other people, in order to effectively move a team or a company or family or anyone forward, we have to lead ourselves. And we have to be able to acclimate during that change. We have to be able to call upon our strengths. And that is super, super important. The yeah. second one of Actually, the three, let me just I would jump in. Sorry, before, before you go, I just want to say, you know, for people who are listening to the podcast, uh, they can't see what people can see on YouTube, but your backdrop says, find your fire. Ah, right? Yes, and, yes. <laughs> and I think that's so germane to what you were just talking about right there, right? Yes. That self-leadership, you do have to find, I mean, I'll, let me not put it into words for you. Just talk about that for a minute in terms of- Oh my of, goodness. Yeah. Tara, you're so spot on. And what you said before about how we have this connected energy, what I saw immediately in you when we first started talking was your fire. You have, you have this great, beautiful fire within you. And so when I say find your fire to leaders, it is exactly Exactly that is during these difficult times, sometimes that fire can get a little dim. It can feel as if it's barely a spark of anything. So Mm. we need to make sure to surround ourselves with people and stimulating ideas and solutions, positivity versus the opposite, the negative, the complainers, the issues, the challenges and all of that. And because that's how we keep that fire burning bright, because in order Mm. for you to be a beacon to anyone else, you have to have the fire within you. Oh yeah. That's a, I love that metaphor. So visual, right? Right? A beacon would have a, yes. a fire illumination. And, and if people can't see it, you're not going to be, you're not going to be that beacon. So that's perfect. I love it. Um, and, and the other thing too, I, we had talked about offline a little bit was that idea of fear really. Right. And in fear, I think acts like a fire hose. Oh, it uh, sure does. Fire unless you are able to, I guess, work it somehow. Right. Well, you know, people have a lot of different ways of dealing with fear, right? And and fear for some, you can you can learn to live with it, you can use it, you can dance with it, you can suppress it. Like there's a lot of different ways that people deal with fear. But when you recognize that fear can be the thing that causes you, like you said, I think you said douses the flame. I love that. <laughs> and What we want to do is to be able to look at it, to be able to become conscious of our fears, of our judgments, assumptions, beliefs, and things that limit us and recognize that we actually can choose 
how to deal with them and what they are. We don't Mm -hmm. have to be held hostage to things that aren't actually real. We think that our beliefs and our fears are truth but they're not. Mm -hmm. So if we, yeah, if we become conscious of them and find out, is this true? Is it mine? Then we can know what to do with it. And it really helps put it in perspective. Yeah. I think that's so important too, as you're saying, you know, to be aware of it, kind of face it and figure it out because I always say it like this, you know, it, it burns up so much energy to yes. avoid things, right? Mm-hmm. It just, it's so, and, and, you know, as a sleep specialist, I'm all about energy. We have finite energy that we get from our sleep. Why burn it up on something that's not lighting us on fire? So I love that. All right, great. So first thing you said, self-leadership, right? And then definitely figure mm-hmm. out how to keep your fire lit so that right. you can have that self-leadership. All right. So that, I love that. That's the first one. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. One, one that I think that we, we talk a lot about in the book and, and in any interactions, whether it's coaching or speaking or whatever, it has to do with moving from physical space to mind space. Mm-hmm. Because when, if you're stressing about where the office is, where, you know, where am I, am I leading from? Who am I leading? Where are they? How are they doing it? Then if you recognize that it doesn't have to take place in physical space, when you're leading, you're leading from mind space, you're elevating um, and you're opening yourself to possibility. You're moving from where you are to where you can be to what is, to what is possible. And what that does is it innovates. It allows you to to break through the fear, to get creative and to cause and inspire creativity in others. So I think that's super important. Just kind of shift your focus from, we're going to make this work no matter what the environment is because we've elevated to mind space. And then the third one is just, we have to know how to communicate, you know? (laughs) That's a big one. You know, everybody is just stressing out in their own little silo and and we need to collaborate and communicate effectively. Absolutely. Yeah. I always think of the idea of grace on that, you know, knowing that people do have different communication styles and stuff. And I just had a conversation about this with, um, I don't know if you know her, uh, Rachel MK Headley, uh, Rose Group, uh, Rose Group International. We we were talking about how, with those different communication styles, you know, uh, people will interpret it differently. And she said something I had never realized, uh, um, like 60% of people will recognize when somebody's communicating in a different way and be impacted. And, and, you know, we tend to think, oh, is he mad at me? He's acting different now, you know, but she said 40% of people would never even pick up on that and just, you know, business as usual and go through. So, they're your polar, that, you know, those would be your polar opposite ends of communication. People that are so super in tune yeah. um, with how the other person is and people that are not. And certainly um, you could have huge ramifications. So that's why I love that idea of grace of like bringing it forward to say, Hey, you know, maybe that's just how that person is feeling. Maybe they had a bad night of sleep, you know, or maybe they've been getting counterfeit sleep, who knows <laughs> any of that. Right. But to, to <laughs> You know, and 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 uh, rather than making assumptions, be actually that that big, takes me back to the first thing that you said about self leadership, because the way you communicate is absolutely your most outward form of 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 your leadership style, really, oh, right? One hundred percent is. Mm-hmm. And when it stops being, when you get 
uh, control of yourself, when you're leading yourself, then it's not all about you anymore when you're interacting with others. You can let that go because you got a handle on that and you can become present with yeah. other people. And when you're present with them, you will be able to pick up on those nuances that you, that you mentioned that some people just kind of, it goes over their head. But that's really important to moving your initiative forward, to communicating effectively in a team, to presenting yourself best with clients. It's super important to get present and to listen to yeah. and pick up on those subtle nuances. Right, right. Very, yeah, very great. All right. So we're talking self-leadership. We're talking about moving from uh, the idea of having to be having to have this physical space, uh, I, you know, be trapped in this physical space idea to more of mind space and yes. then really communication, just the the really uh, always important aspect of communication. Excellent. Mm -hmm. right, so do you get into those things in your book where the office Oh, is I do. Yes. And I don't want to say I because I've written a couple of books on my own, but this is my first book that I have co-authored. So I want to make sure that everyone recognizes that it's both me and my co-author, Will Lewis, who is amazing. He's 92. He's phenomenal. Oh. I know he came up with a couple of the concepts in the book like 50 years ago. He's a visionary and they're uh -huh. so relevant today that would it you, will you blow share, your mind. Would you mind sharing? Sure. Well, the concept of moving from physical to mind space, he has a mind space tool that if you're interested, I can, I can give it real quick for people because that could be a giveaway. You said you wanted them to have something actionable. Yeah. I can, I can give the five steps in that mind space oh, perfect, tool perfect, for you, yeah. but he thought of it like 50 years ago. Now we validated it. We took it through focus groups and companies currently today, but I just think he's amazing. So I wanted to make sure that we recognize him for that, even though I'm the one on here. Yeah, um, just yeah all of these tools are again? in the book. What? T tell me his name again. Will Lewis. Oh, Will Lewis. All right. Well, thank you, Will. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Will. <laughs> yeah. So that would be great if you could share sure, that Sure. Sure. Happy to. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. If you're moving from the concept of being trapped by your office space, by your physical space, and you want to move into mind space, no matter where it is, whether it's in, you know, in an office, in a convention hall, in, in a remote, whatever, you can use this tool to both assess and to be able to know where you need to take steps to improve. So mind space is actually an acronym. So space stands for S is shared vision, understanding the vision and how you share it, communicate it with your team. P is personality. And we taught, we already alluded to this is really, truly understanding, appreciating the diversity of the different personalities on your team and using them optimally by, if you understand them, you know where they should be, the, the tasks that they do best, their unique skills. A is access. Are, is everyone on your team, no matter where they are, in-person, remote, hybrid, whatever, do they have access to the tools that they require to do their job best? Mm. C is connection, which is very similar to access, but instead of it being tools and resources, it's now people. Are they allowed? Have we put up blocks or they are, are they able to connect with the people that can further what they're working on, their project, themselves to the 
next level. And then E is emotion. What is the emotion within the, the, envi the emotional environment within your team, within your company? And as a leader, you have to recognize it and propel it forward by shifting. If there's any negative emotion that you're coming to a place of engagement and encouragement, because that's going to make all the difference as well. So space, it's right there, right in the title. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And as you said, so timely, absolutely. Especially that, that last one really resonated yeah. with me for, for this time. Like we talked about before, there's so much uncertainty, so much fear, so much heightened emotion in general, that's not really in the positive realm. So it's really uh, something to key into. So, all right. So space, so you have to share your vision. You have to consider personalities. You have access, uh, the access to tools and resources. You have to have connection. That's really via the, the more per, uh, per people aspect. And yeah. then E, consider the emotion and be really... Um, I guess intentional about all that. Wow, perfect. Sarah, you're good. Can I just tell you, I rounded that off quick and you were able to, to get it, absorb it, send it back in a way that made it super clear. You're good. You used to be a stenographer. No, just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past you. I believe that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is great, Heather. And I really love everything you're sharing. Because again, like, as we said, it's so timely. And I think, you know, any, any time, especially like for me, if it's something that um, can help me take a little bit less of the emotional weight and put it a little bit uh, into the intellectual realm so I can understand it, then it sort of transfers transfers back for me into the emotional piece of like, all right, I get it now. And once I get it, it helps me know, okay, I once I understand it, I can begin to think about how to approach it and how to how to work with it. So I think all these things that we've talked about today really help bring it up to that that level of like, let's let's figure it out and then we'll be, be in a much better position to manage it. So I love it. So as we wind up, let me ask you the two questions that I, I like to ask each guest here on the Counterfeit uh -oh. Podcast. <laughs> so the first one is, did you used to be a stenographer? No, just kidding. <laughs> 100% no. no. Yeah. I, I can't, I can't I mean, read my right. Like I'm terrible at notating. <laughs> no. Uh, the, the first question is, um, given everything you know, everything, you know, you just explained to us and your understanding of where we are right now and what's keeping people up at night, what would you put on a billboard? What message would you want to have up there? And, you know, I always qualify that because with a billboard, it's a relatively small piece of real estate right. and people tend to go by it pretty fast. So okay. what message would All right. you put so up? Concise. You know what, Tara, with everything going on in the world, all of the challenge, all of the fear that we've already discussed, I would simply put three words. You are enough. I think that so many people are experiencing such anxiety, sleep deprivation, such fear. Uh, isolation has caused a lot of loneliness. There's so much that is impacting our mental state right now. And it starts to make us question who we are. Can we handle this? Um, can we lead? You are enough. Mm, that's, that's all. Yeah, that's great. I mean, it makes me think about how we always talk about imposter syndrome. We've had yes. that for a while now, but I think this is like, you know, people are dealing with like 
you know, imposter syndrome syndrome to the nth degree. Really. Oh, yeah. So totally. uh, that, that's perfect. You are enough. Love it. Uh, and you definitely get the award for being concise. Thank you. <laughs> I try. I try. I'm a speaker, but I know it is important to keep it short. <laughs> All right. And then the second question is a much easier one. It's okay. just, um, how would people connect with you? And, and um, you know, how would people find out more about what you do? And your book, too, since you have. Sure. Uh, you know, oh, this is a fun one. Uh, I'm not sure that it's actually easier for me, to be honest. Because- <laughs> So, um, you know, Heather Hansen O'Neill, you can find me with that anywhere. If you put Heather Hansen O'Neill on LinkedIn, my website's heatherhansenoneal.com, Instagram, Facebook, wherever Heather Hansen O'Neill, you can get me. Um, but also, I just want to let people know that the book is called Where's the Office? Moving Today's Leaders from What Is to What Can Be. And we have something fun happening right now. There's a wait list because it's about to come out. And if you get signed up on the wait list, you'll be invited to a launch party. You'll find out how you can get the book for like the special one day, super duper 99 cent price when it does come out. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of fun, free gifts. There's all kinds of fun things. So for that, you just go to um, bit.ly where's the office wait list. Okay. So super easy. Um, love to have everybody be a part of the party because it's going to be so much fun. Yeah, it sounds like fun. And then certainly so timely because we're all really in that space of asking where's the office right now and, and all the, uh, yeah, all just, yeah, so perfect. I will put all that information oh, in, thank you. into the show notes. You're welcome. Yeah. Cause I think people will benefit from it. And I thank you, Heather, for coming on and sharing all your, your wonderful energy. Oh, and, it's uh, been a pleasure, Tara. I appreciate you so much. Oh, you are so welcome. Thank you. A high-performance workforce starts with high-performance sleep. Do you know how your workforce measures up? Find out today. Take the Sleep Performance Assessment. Learn more at hypersleep.com. That's H-I-P-E-R sleep.com. That ends this episode of the Counterfeit Sleep Podcast, where we help you answer today's most important health and wellness question. Is your sleep making you tired? Follow us to get the stories, the science, and the solutions to help you take your counterfeit sleep journey. And leave us a review to help other people find us. Thank you. And remember, if your sleep is making you tired, it's time to change that and get back to being you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.